Live with Ryan Reese. This is Live with Ryan Reese. Call now, 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. 24. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, is that why? Because I got a text from Ronnie Feist today. Yeah. And he's like, did you go with the rapture? <laughs> so wait there's all this news because there's this big day the 23rd uh-huh. like you know like it was going to be the end of the world or what happened right it's 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 kind of like what you know nostradamus always predicts like you know he there's a certain day when you know the world's gonna end and so they someone i can't remember who it was do well, you the, remember who it was yeah, the, it's the, still the 23rd i think the last guy's name was mead or something like that he's a christian numerologist and it was oh. you go and do all these diagrams people get so caught up with youtube and all this yeah. kind of stuff and like oh this is gonna whenever they're throwing dates on it you can just might as well just, just dismiss it right there um but i personally i do would they not I, read the bible no man knows the day yeah. of the, the hour, hour. I mean, did they miss that text <laughs> i personally saw you know heard about this a lot even some people would ask questions a little bit at the church or whatever not not a lot but yeah. a little bit and just kind of being dismissive of it a little bit i wanted to throw a couple things out a little bit on social media but i didn't kind right. of resisted i want don't to be feed a the fire and so um but but here we are i was like exactly. I, I was driving my son's game i'm like this might be the last game because uh <laughs> The world's going to end. It could, it could yeah, be. It's still the 23rd. That's right. I mean, Hawaii, they're, they're yeah. behind us six hours. So you know what? Yeah. A lot could happen in six hours, yeah. boys. You can go buy a brand new Mercedes, just Lisa, whatever, yeah. or finance it or there whatever. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> there are people that are calling up on pastor's perspective, and they're like, you know, I'm not going to go to work on the 23rd because, you know, I am want to make sure that I'm ready to go and da-da-da-da. And they're like. Are you serious? Yeah. And, you know, they're like. Um, like you said, do you not read the Bible? Like the Bible says, like if anybody puts a date to it, you know that they're wrong. Cause Jesus never said I'm coming back on this date, this hour, anything. So he's like, if anyone ever puts a date on anything or a time, you need to just forget it. Cause it's not going to happen. It's not true. Yeah. Yeah. I think what's uh, the, the foolish thing about it is it makes people look so foolish, man. Uh, exactly. And, and it, because people don't, you know, understand like these different sects that there are and people that think this way, they lump it up as the church and like, Oh, right. the church Christians believe this is going to happen this day. And then it tries to, it, it does, you know? And that's why I, I was watching this thing before. It's like, Oh, they said it was going to end 2008, 2012 and this and that. Over and over again, throwing dates around, yeah. trying to confuse people. People love sensationalism. Exactly. You know, there's so many movies that are out, so many things that people have built up in their mind what uh, everything's going to go down. And now, obviously, there's a lot of things that are going in our world today that is just primed to be thinking this way because it is true. Like, we do believe in the rapture of the church. We believe that the Lord is coming back. And definitely, as we've seen all these horrible tragedies that have taken place over the last few weeks and months, the horrible hurricanes that that took place in um, Texas mm-hmm. and in Florida. Now I heard there was another earthquake in Mexico yes. today. What? How big? 6.1, I heard. When are you I, going? That trip's canceled. Oh. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> no, are you yeah. serious? Another that's what big Ivan, one? That's what yeah. Ivan told me today. I, I got to hit up for me, and he's down, he's down there. He's in Mexico City. So there's definitely a lot of things going on. Then we look. We hear us talk about on the radio all the time, you know, Ryan's wake up um, to a message, breaking down some of the things that so many things are primed. That is a reality. Uh, but as uh, children of God, nobody knows the day or the hour that the Lord come back. But we do know that there are signs that are leading up that way. But when it comes to people, this is why I don't like 
Uh-huh. People trying to take advantage of people doing right. these things. No. Now they, they want to get out their new book. They want to do all this kind of stuff and listen to it for me and I'll break down everything for you. So, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. also, um, there was also uh, in the Ring of Fire, there was several earthquakes. It was like uh, Indonesia, Japan, right. uh, Mexico, and New Zealand, and some other Oh, fires, yeah. And right. up, in, up in northern... Uh, no, not fires. Or, ring of fire. They call it the ring of fire in uh, Pacific Ocean, the, the, all the, the earthquake lines. Right. Oh. Yeah. The fault lines that go around. So, like, you know, uh, like New Zealand, Indonesia, Japan, all the way around. It's like a big circle. They call it the ring of fire, I guess. And there was like eight, eight, it was like seven or eight of them in that, in that week period mm. with Mexico City. Now there was another one in Mexico, but still California has not got one yet. And you know what? You know, as we talk about this, I would suggest that God, God's given us brains to use, right? And we do live in Southern California, and we could have an earthquake. And this is not to scare anyone, but this is the facts. I mean, that people are saying that you know that we could have one. I think it's smart to get food, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in case be prepared, yeah, be prepared. Get food and water, right. and uh, in case something happens, I mean, you could have one, and you know, electricity and stuff gets knocked out, and you know, you're going to need some food and water to. To get through. You know? I think even like, you know, Raul always says even like in your car, because I mean, how, how often are you in your car and how far do you travel? And if something happens and the freeways are a dead stop, what are you going to do? I have a backpack in my car. Filled mm. with what? Stuff. Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> yeah. uh, gummy worms. Um, the long, I, I, All I, of the necessities. <laughs> I got my skateboard, so I got a big long sugar stick. Right. It's about a meter, so in case I got to you know, skate from uh, L.A. to San Diego, that's I just right. eat that. No, I have water. Oh, that's good. I have. Uh, I, I, went the the, right I went to the store. I went to one of those. Uh, no, he I does. I've REI. seen it before. No, I know. I went to Aria. I, you didn't know I had this? Uh, no. I need I, to travel with you more. <laughs> no. It's only enough for one person. <laughs> I went to REI. Yeah. And I have uh, waters. I have food. I have uh, like I have like um like a I don't know. It's like this like space blanket. So like it's or like oh, a right. thing to put over you for, to keep the heat. You know, if you right. dude, something happens and you get yeah. stuck sleeping. I know. You, I'm, I'm going to be warm. You aren't going to be warm. No, yeah, I'm going to be warm. Gonna ha- I'm going to have football cleats and a glove. <laughs> I'm ready to run up the mountain. Yes. Uh, no, I, I don't know. I'll show it to you. I have yeah. a lot of different things, but I do have enough stuff to get me for th- like pretty much get me for three days. And I actually, because I skateboard, I have a cruiser board. So basically it's like a short, like a normal size skateboard, but I have big fat wheels. So if I have to skate, if it's traffic, right. I've had to skate down the freeway. I could jam to get home. And I recently was on Amazon and I bought some walkie-talkies. <laughs> Look at this guy. Well, I know, well, who are you going to walkie-talkie with? Guess how far they go. How far? They go 50 miles. Really? Wow. Oh, you guys are blown away. <laughs> yeah, right are. Uh, my mind is blown. <laughs> for $69 for a pair. shut me up real quick. <laughs> $69 for a pair. Do you know how far Costa Mesa, the studio we're in from my house? How far? About 20 Less miles. Less than 50 miles. Yep. So I could contact my wife right. when all the phones, something happens, there's no phones. Because yeah. my friend, he's in Mexico City. When it went down, the, he, he, he text, I texted him and he texted me right. hours later. He said the communication was terrible. There was no communication for many hours. Oh, wow. that's the other thing I was thinking about too. Because we got so um, used to technology. Right. You, no maps. No map quest. Oh, that's to get around. right. Oh, man. You People guys. Get lost. You need a Thomas guy too. I need to buy a map. You do. Yeah. <laughs> 
Can you read a map? Exactly. Do you know anything about a map? Dude, but you guys, that is the reality. Yes. No, no, seriously. We're we're joking around about this, but this is reality, especially in Southern California. There are so many people that live here. Our freeways are always jam-packed. Well, I've always had thought about that. Mm-hmm. But one of those freeway passes, you know, go down. I mean, you one accident happens on the freeway, there's bumper to bumper exactly. traffic. My house is 26 miles. Yep. Wow. So I got that, way more on that. Yeah. I could probably, I bet you, oh, you know what? What? My house to the church is probably like yeah. under 50 miles. Uh, it yeah, is. it is under 50 miles. Because I think from the church to San Clemente is 50 miles. Mm-hmm. See? Yeah. Boom. So there yeah. you go. Right. So my point is, this is serious. It this is, is serious. something that we should pay attention. And it's not expensive. You want to know what else we have? What else? I'm going to drop the bombs on you guys. Okay. This is for all the listeners. <laughs> I'm going to school you guys to get your pens and papers, okay? <laughs> Costco. Yes. I got food. What do you mean? We got, we got like, uh, just like dried fruit, fruit vegetables. For, it's for, for your how house. long? For your house. It's I like know. three months. Really? It's cheap. Mm. Dude. What happens? Big earthquake. The water doesn't work. You can't break out your little water, your You're stove, right. and all this stuff. I'm gonna save the water to to drink. Yeah. yeah, not to make my top ramen. Right, right. You know, David Arroyo. Told, you know, David Arroyo. They have all kinds of stuff too. Like, I bet he's like, oh yeah, we're gonna break out the fire. We're gonna be making, you know, I believe it. Pasta. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you don't want to waste your water on all this stuff. Right. You know, you exactly. want to keep the basics. Right. And you don't even know. You might have to move around. You know, you don't. You don't know. Yeah. But, no, it's true. That's just if something happens. Yeah. So it's just smart to be, you know, look, I got my wife. I got my kids. I'm the right. man of the house. I want to be responsible. Something happens. I want my kids to eat and I want to take care of my, sure my wife has food. That's our job as men. Right. You know? Mm. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, and, you know, talk, we started talking about this because we, we know these major tragedies that have taken place. There have been crews that have been going down to Texas. I have a couple right. of friends, minor and a couple of guys went down this last week. And he specializes in flipping houses and, and mm-hmm. fixing homes and stuff like that. Went down with a bunch of crew guys. Yep. And they were going through all these homes and like the devastation is horrible. You know, it they're is. having to rip out all the carpet, rip out all the drywall, scrub that whole thing down and uh, cleaning it. Because the, the water damage. The water damage. It smells horrible, they say. Oh, damn. And they're just being able to go down the streets and ministering to people like that have been broken, man. And like you said, I mean, some of them are older ladies, mm-hmm. you know, ladies, you know, at a home need a lot of help, man. There's a lot of prayer that needs to be continue lifted up not just during the time of the storm the time of restoration of that community man is going to be major same yeah. thing with florida mexico i didn't bring my bible to the show but you have one right yep. can you look at that verse where in matthew when uh, jesus talks about um the signs of the times mm-hmm. when the, the disciples come to him and they're like what will it be like when the son of man comes mm-hmm. and he gives that little that little breakdown i want i want to go through that go ahead and read it when you get a chance um, so at this time it says verse three of chapter 24, it says now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us when will these things be and what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? And Jesus answered and said to them, and I have this underlined in my Bible, my Bible, my <laughs> I can't Bible, talk either tonight. my Bible, <laughs> uh, it says this, <laughs> take heed that no one deceives you. Mm-hmm. Oh man. When it comes to end time stuff, Jesus yes. breaks it down right here. Don't let anybody deceive you. You just talked about a guy that told the world that the end was exactly. the, the world was going to end. Verse yep. five: For many will come in my name, saying, "I am the Christ," and will deceive a few. No, it says Mm-mm. many, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, but for the end of these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet. 
for nation will rise against nation. Hey, wait. Yeah, and then what does it say after that? Kingdom against kingdom. That word in the original language in the Hebrew, that the way they would the way they would say that, that means uh like a world war. Mm-hmm. A world mm-hmm. war. So when you hear about that world wars, take note. Look what's taking place in the in the world right now. Yeah. Everybody is talking about North Korea exactly. lately, right? Um, you know, Trump was talking about, man, this guy needs to be taken out. And there's multiple things that are taking place with the world nations, no doubt. Uh, there will be famines. Mm-hmm. There will be pestilences. And those are diseases. Those are things that are either outbreaks that are going to be taking place, earthquakes. That's, that's all happening. In various places, all these things are the beginning of sorrows. They will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you'll be hated all by my name's sake. And Jesus will go on to say stuff that's taking place at that time. Then he'll go even further in the future of talking about the great tribulation. Then he goes on to what we were saying in the beginning in verse 36 by saying, but that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, but my father. But he says this, and this is interesting. I love how Jesus breaks stuff down to make people look foolish. He says, but as the days of Noah were, so also will be the coming of the son of man. Isn't it amazing that Jesus uses uh, the story of Noah that some people try to debunk, but yet right. history links to it and so many things. Jesus uses the story of Noah and talking about him coming again. I, I've always just tripped out on that. For as in the days of Noah, they, before the flood, they were eating, drinking, marrying, and entering into marriage until the Noah entered the ark. Literally saying everybody was going about their own right. business. Everything was you know growing. Everybody's into their own self's lives. But then, boom. All of a sudden, what took place with the flood destroyed everything. Well, that's like uh, when I, I was reading through First Corinthians seven twenty nine, where it talks about, you know, it says, But this I say, brethren, the time is short, so that from now on, even those who have wives should be as though they had none. Those who weep as though they did not weep. Those who rejoice as though they did not rejoice. Those who buy as though they did not possess. And those who use this world as not misusing it for the form of this world is passing away. Mm. And that's the thing. It's like, be on alert. Mm-hmm. Like, times are short. So don't be like the days of Noah, like you were talking mm-hmm. about. Don't sit around and drink and be merry and just go about that the world is not going to end or Christ isn't coming back. Yeah. Like, we need to be on alert. Hey, and with things that are going on right now. I mean, it's like... It's just setting the stage. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's like even with that huge um, breach with the credit scores, how many? It's like one point something million people's stuff got hacked. Yeah. And it's like, who wouldn't want to take the mark mm. or the chip? Because yeah. if you take it, then that won't happen. People won't get your information. And it just makes it so logical. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If if you're tuning in right now, this is live with Ryan Reese. We're going to be taking your phone calls throughout later in the show. Uh, Maybe you have a question. Maybe it's some of the things that we're talking about right now. Maybe it's a personal issue that you're battling with or you have a question on. You need encouragement in something. Love to hear from you. You can call in at 888-564-6173. Again, 888-564-6173. Yes, and back to what you were saying about, you know, the earthquakes and the famines and all that stuff. You see this, what's happening right now, and God's speaking. Mm-hmm. God's speaking to to the world. These are these are this is what Jesus clearly spoke about and he talked about it would be like birth pains. Right. And when you obviously when you analyze uh birth pains, uh they start light. 
but then they increase. Yeah, I don't need to analyze it. I know what it's like. You know. Right, you know. You tell yeah, her. Yeah. Let me tell you. Yeah, you I was talking me. to Sean. Yeah. No, but they increase in times. Right. And we're seeing these signs. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're, they're not like, oh, there's an earthquake once a year. I mean, dude, they're like happening fast. Yeah, And exactly. I'm not saying that Jesus is coming tonight. No. I mean, he well, could. Oh, well, yeah. You never you know. know it but... is the 23rd. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, he could. He can come whenever. But these, this is clearly how he's speaking to us. And even in Joel talks about, you know, the moon will become blood, blood red. red. We have, we're having the blood moons. Right. We're having the eclipse. We're having all these signs of the times. Ray Bentley just did an amazing Bible study on this stuff on his Wednesday night service this last Wednesday uh-huh. night. Ray Bentley, look at his Wednesday night study from uh, what what would be the date on that for listeners like when we, when we re-air it? Wednesday night would be the 20th? The 20th. Wasn't when, that your birthday? That was my birthday on <laughs> Wednesday night. 21. It's beautiful. <laughs> Go watch that Ray Bentley study. Dude, he does an amazing job with that, talking about, you know, the king is coming. But... um. Yeah, no, it's these are the birth pains that's happening. But I love what it says in Joel too. It says that Jesus is God's going to pour out His Spirit in those days. Right. There will be a there's going to be has to be a revival. Bible. God doesn't want anyone to perish. Right. I mean, we know as we study the Bible, you know, with the Calvary Chapel movement, we obviously believe that God's the same today, yesterday, forever. Mm-hmm. And the way He, you know, back in the old days with with um, the Noah, He delivered God's people before. The destruction of right. the earth, Sodom and Gomorrah, the yeah. same thing. He delivered his people before the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, and all, all through the Bible, right. there's different stories. Everyone had a chance. Yes. So right now, you know that God's going to move. He's going to reach as many people as possible this generation, and then he'll, when when the time comes, he's he's lagging on coming because right. he doesn't want anyone to perish. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So here he is. He's going to start moving. Right. People are, we're, we're seeing just even with the whosoever's movement as we're going to these high schools, dude, we're seeing hundreds, if not thousands of kids getting saved. Mm-hmm. I mean, just in the last 18 months, we've seen over, uh, I, I think 70, almost 8,000 kids get saved Wow. in in the high schools. Yeah. That's dude, amazing. This is what generate generation Z we're not. And I used to think that we're reaching the millennials yeah, until yeah. we went to yeah. that conference <laughs> exactly. this weekend. We are having impact on millennials, but the high school students are generation, generation Z. Z. And they are totally open to the gospel because, interesting enough, they've never even heard the gospel. Right. Not even that is that they never heard anything about God. You know what I'm saying? So it's not just the Bible. It's about God. And they they don't even give it a thought. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's not like it's like in their head they're rejecting something. They don't even know about it to even reject it. And that's why it's so effective that when you go into these high schools, because they're hearing it for the very first time. It's not like they've heard it before. They've never heard it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who yeah. who doesn't want to be loved? Who doesn't want to have peace? Who doesn't want to have joy? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like all this stuff that you're telling them is resonating within their soul. You know, mm-hmm. we all have this within us and we all have that hole. It just depends on what we're going to fill that hole with. Yeah. And we are we are these beings that are made from God that are eternal beings. We're not we don't have this in us where we we want to die, right? Or we we just can't fathom that thought of what happens after life or death. And interesting enough, as these as we're talking to these kids and we're talking to them about obviously Jesus dying on the cross for their sins. We're all sinners. We all have issues. That's why we come to the cross. And as Jesus died on the cross, 
for the forgiveness of sins as he's raised from the dead on the third day as us believing in him we will be filled with this Holy Spirit and we can live out that life that God created us for, that spirit-led life. And as we're pitching this stuff, that we are eternal beings and we get eternal life and we get to go to heaven, as we're talking to these kids, these kids are getting saved. Right. And it's so interesting that I don't know if I've talked in the show about this before, but I'm going to plug it again because it's crucial. As we, I've been looking at the news, there was an article that came out and it talked, uh, the headline was Buff Billionaires and Their Quest for Eternal Life. And it was the, uh, all the, the, the players up in, um, Silicon Valley. It, uh, it was like the Google founder. It was the, the founder or the owner of Amazon, uh, PayPal guy. And there was a couple other guys that were involved with this stuff. These are all the big dogs. These are all the guys that are billionaires, you know, money. I mean, you just can't even fathom that kind of money. But these guys are on a quest for eternal life to stop aging altogether. Here they are. They have money beyond money. You couldn't even spend a million dollars even if you tried. Right. I mean, that's just ridiculous. You have to buy islands or something. You know what I mean? Seriously. But basically, these guys have millions of dollars and they're dumping. It said that Google dumped $1 billion into the project to find eternal life. And then the other guys dumped hundreds of millions in. I mean, there's like big money going right. into this whole thing. But interesting enough that there's a, these guys are on a quest for eternal life and Jesus that was the whole thing. The, the big verse, the main verse that we know from the Bible, not the main one, but the, I guess the, the more popular one, is John three sixteen. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, gave his begotten son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross, that whosoever believeth in him will not perish, but have everlasting life, eternal life. Right. This whole gospel is all about faith in Jesus Christ, and having eternal life, living forever. Mm-hmm. So now we have the top billionaires in the world. They think they're going to be able to f- purchase this. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, it went, and really, in reality, it's so simple as believing in the son. But people don't want to believe in and Jesus And it's free. Christ. It's free. <laughs> Save billions of dollars. Yeah, exactly. Go feed Africa. Uh-huh. You know, but because by that statement or by that vision to do that, you're, you're recognizing that like, just going through the day-to-day life and mm-hmm. having so much money, having so much financial security, being able to buy whatever you want, but still there's something lacking. And then right. you start asking the question, like, what What do I have all this money? If I die tomorrow, what, how does that work out for me? Exactly. <laughs> you know? Right. No big deal. It, your, your mind starts thinking that way. Then it's like, man, death, if you don't know where you're going or if there's eternity, it's scary. Exactly. You know, Heck so pe- yeah. people want to kind of control what that is and- It's interesting because in our hearts, you know, the Bible says that God has written eternity in our hearts. Like as we grow up, we recognize that those moments, we have moments of clarity where it's like, there has to be something more than just like being stuck on this freeway and going to work and, and coming home and doing it over and over and over and over again. And the reason why you think that way is because God has implanted that truth in your heart. He has written eternity in the hearts of men. You and I were created in the image of God to have a relationship with him. And we know that sin separated from God. But when we come to Christ, he brings us back into a relationship with God. Give us the hope that is in Christ, salvation, and then the blessing. John three sixteen. what does it end with? That you shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's the key. And think about these guys or women or whoever that are on their deathbed. Think about how scary this would be. You have something, you're in the process of dying, you know, like you have cancer or some something, some illness that is, mm-hmm. that's that you know you're you're in the hospital. Your days are numbered. And, like yeah. I'm talking about the point to where you're in the hospital. Right. Right. You know, you know your days are numbered. Think about the fact of if you don't believe in God, mm-hmm. 
and you're sitting there in your bed, and all you can't get out of bed, all you have is your mind, right? And your mind never slows down. No, you're thinking. I mean, imagine what that would be. How torture it's that would be. What is going to happen when I take my last breath? Yeah, dude, that would be terrifying. Where am I going to go? What that am I going to wake so up scary, to? That would be so scary. Just that thought. Right. Yeah, exactly. When Jesus says, someone asked Jesus, you know, in the Bible, "Hey, what does God want from me?" And he says, it was in John, he says, I, God just wants you to believe in his son. Mm-hmm. That's it. Believe and receive eternal life. And then right. as you, that's, that's the starting point. You believe and you receive eternal life immediately. And then you have this walk with God. You know, maybe you're listening right now and you don't even, you don't have a walk with God. Maybe you just flipped onto the station and you just were on the air. You believe in Jesus Christ that he is the son of God and that he raised from the third day and you will have eternal life tonight. You ask for forgiveness, Jesus, forgive me, come into my life. And then that's where you start pointing. Now you have eternal life. You don't have to worry about what happens when you die. But now you get a Bible, which is the DNA of Jesus Christ. You start reading that Bible, and that word will literally start transforming your life. The word is the word of God, the Bible, the words that are in the Bible. You read it. It'll start transforming your life, get into a a church that basically uh, teaches the word and start learning and growing. And then you will find the reason why you were created. And um, that's the key. That's the key to life. It's a relationship with God. And that's where you find your peace right. and your purpose. Mm-hmm. And that's what this culture is all about. They want to know their purpose. purpose. That's what we've learned on you know, exactly. this weekend. It's the purpose. Yeah. And they're like, you know, they're not about like, they want it straight. They don't want you to just, you know, go around the subject or go around the question. They want the truth. They want the truth straight in the eye and they want to know what the truth is. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we fumble our words or try to say it in a way that's not offensive or whatever, but just speak the truth. Because you think about what, which I really liked that conference is that he was talking about, you know, when Jesus went out and, you know, was talking to the woman at the well and he was saying, how did he get away with telling this woman at the well that basically like she was a whore, she was sleeping around and she wasn't offended and she wasn't like, oh, my gosh. I mean, he was saying like then she ran into the village and said, hey, everybody, come see this guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he was saying, like, how did Jesus get away with this? How? Because he said, if you knew he broke all these Jewish rules, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That he wasn't supposed to do. But yet he told her the truth. And that's what we need to do is just speak truth. And he cared for her. Yeah. He cared for her. Love. Grace it's all out of love. and truth. Yes. Grace, grace. and truth. That was an illustration yeah. of grace and truth because all yeah. the traditions or rules, you can't go into the Samaritan village. You can't ask this Samaritan woman to draw yeah. you some drink. Yeah. Go stay in their village. All, the, all these things. Right. Yeah. He, he, he broke the traditions, but it was all grace and truth. And that's – and then I love he goes, yeah, then this girl went back to the village. and like, dude, this dude told me – about all my partners right, I slept yeah, with. Yeah. Let them tell you guys about all the partners you slept with. Exactly. <laughs> and she, yeah, and then she became an evangelist and yeah. told the whole the it whole turned into area. a revival in that exactly. place. Well, guys, there's a, there's a couple things taking place. If you're tuning in with, uh, right now, this is Live with Ryan Reese. We're going to be taking some of your phone calls on the other side of the break. Uh, 888-564-6173. But we want to take this time to update you what's taking place with the whosoevers. They're doing the Kill the Noise Tour. And one thing that's new is they've opened it up to middle schools. So it's high schools and middle schools. They're booking them now uh, all the way through uh, the remainder of the going into 2018. So if you're connected to any school, make sure that you go to the whoservers.com. 
sign up on the email, and be able to start communicating with the team, and they'll be able to get you dialed in. Also, Ryan's doing the wake-up tour um, that's going through all the United States. I know he's going to Canada, um, going, I believe, somewhere else as well. And there's an opportunity for you to, to have him come out. Go to ryan-reese.com. Booking colleges, university chapels, and churches right now. For the wake-up tour? For the wake-up tour. We, we've, we've expanded it. And I think the next spot is we're going to be up in San Jose at Calvary Chapel. San Jose is going to be uh, the next spot. And then we have El Monte, San Diego, Ray Bentley's church, and then up to Toronto hanging out with the Canadians, eh, you know? Hey. And then Crenshaw. We're hey. going to Calvary Chapel, Crenshaw, too, up in Albuquerque, uh, all over the place. So we're, we're doing it. Right. We're com- Oh, we're coming to the East Coast, too. Are all those dates on the website right now? Uh, they're all on my website, ryan-reese.com, and then we're actually opening up the whole East Coast. So we'll be touring literally from... Um, from Miami all the way up to to Maine, basically. I encourage you guys to go to the website. Go to Ryan's website and see all the wake-up tours. See all the places that he's going. Maybe you know people in those areas. Encourage them to to go out. Also be praying for those individual places, what God's going to do. Another way you can get behind the Whosoever's, as always, go to the website, pick up product. All product that is purchased goes right back into the movement. And also, if you just want to get have a heartbeat behind it to pray and to donate to the cause, you are able to. You can go on the website. You can come, um, you know, uh, donate uh, monthly or however you feel led. If you believe in the vision, get behind us so we could go out and reach as many people. I mean, we're getting people, people are getting saved. God's doing amazing things, and yeah, it's just a great, great uh, opportunity to uh, to be involved with reaching the uh, the youth. Jesus is coming. <laughs> Let's do this. All right. Well, we'll be back. We got a lot of calls to take, so. We will see you guys right after the break. More live with Ryan Race coming up. Is everything all right? Sure. Call now. 1-888-564-6173. Or post your questions using the hashtag LiveRyanReese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Uh, I think I speak for the entire administration when I say whoop de doo Now, back to live with Ryan Reese. We are back, and we got a comment that's basically uh, DC from Pomona. What's up, DC? He says, didn't Jesus say uh, when, uh, what does it say? Say when we begin to see these things, look up and rejoice. A redemption draws near. Absolutely. Yep. It's exciting times. I think that's why when we see these things, these birth pains happening with, with the signs of the times, yeah, I think we talked about it at the beginning of the show. They yeah. said that Jesus is coming. Right. So this is why it's so important for us to live out the Great Commission. Jesus says, go out and make disciples of the nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach them to obey my commandments. And not to be scared. We need to go out yeah. and reach people. Exactly. Because our redemption draws near. Yes. Mm-hmm. 100% very exciting times. Um, these are, you know, like I said before, these are the most exciting times to be living in in world History. history. We might even see uh, Ezekiel happen. Yeah, you never I mean, know. It's it's so many things are just Ezekiel so so lined up right now. Mm-hmm. As you're saying, Ryan, it is an amazing opportunity, and for us as, as children of God, as you see what's taking place in the world today, and there's definitely a lot of unrest. I think that should lead us to to pray. You know, Peter says, "Be serious." Therefore, since the end is near, therefore be serious in your prayer. Be be watchful. 
Uh, be focused in, in what you're doing, you know, and being open for what God, God has for you. Yes, these things shouldn't bring fear to a child of God, all, all the things that are taking place right now. Right. So, um, yeah. So if you want to call in, call in to 888 Again, 888 Give us a call. We're waiting on you. We're going to actually wait right now. Let's exactly. go. One, two. Just joking. Okay, <laughs> let me take... <laughs> Let me go and take uh we got Jared from Riverside. What's up, Jared? How you doing tonight? Hi, I just had a question on whether it was wrong to go into the wilderness before the mark of the beast becomes mandatory. Well, what do you mean by that? Yeah. You mean like you mean like trying to escape from having it? Yeah, because I already know that's gonna become mandatory because it says people get their heads, you know, cut off, et cetera, et cetera, whenever they uh, are still living in cities, and the beast will come looking for them because um, mm-hmm. he's going to become wroth after he goes after Israel. So I was just wondering if it was wrong to go in search of food and water in the wilderness because we won't be able to buy and sell in cities. Well, the, the good thing is that if you're a believer and you're walking with God and you have that relationship with Him, um, then we will be taken in the rapture. We, you know, we believe that we'll, the rapture is going to come before that's all going to happen. So you will be taken, but then there's going to be those tribulation saints that are going to be left behind, that those guys that didn't have a relationship with the Lord, that once the rapture comes, they're going to go, oh, dang, Jesus came, here I am, now we're here for hell on earth. You know, there'll be peace for the first three and a half years, and then the Antichrist will reveal himself to the Jewish nation, say, bow down and worship me, and that's when the last three years of, of the tribulation is going to get really wild, but... um you know, if I was here, which I'm not going to be here, I would be running to the hills as well because I'm not taking no mark. Because if you do take the mark, you are pretty much damned for eternity. So, yeah, yeah, yeah if, if you get stuck here because you're not walking with God, definitely run for the hills. Mm-hmm. Watch Red Dawn from right. the 80s. <laughs> and Have you seen that movie? Uh, no, I haven't. I don't believe <laughs> <laughs> You're dating yourself. I know. <laughs> no, they came out with a new one. Uh, you're still dating right. yourself. Whatever. Anyway, that movie was epic. So uh, pretty much, yeah, so that's the deal. But you know what? The, the better route, obviously, man, is uh, just, just continue that walk with God. God you know, loves you and follow him and uh, be used by God in these times before he comes. You know, Be used to reach as many people just by being witnesses in, in our life and and our family. I mean, dude, think about it. You got your family. You got your friends. We have all of our friends that we truly love and family. And we want to see everyone um, get on that get on that train to uh, to heaven. You know, when when the, when the rapture comes. So, because yeah. there's a lot of speculation on when the rapture happens, whether it's after, it's pre-trib or post-trib. Yeah, and no one really knows the answer to that. So I was just wondering if it would be wise to go and have something set up just in case uh, we do have to be here for the three and a half years before. We are raptured up. There is. There is two different views on that for sure. There's, there's multiple views on it, but I think that, you know, going through the balance of the Bible from like what you said of um, God sparing the, the righteous from, from the mm-hmm. wicked, from Sodom and Gomorrah to His times of um, yeah. Noah as well. And I think there's just so many things that uh, we lean to that we can have confidence in as well. Um, but, Jared, we thank you for your question, man. I think mean, all these things I believe are very Important questions to, to be asking. So yeah. we appreciate your phone call, Jared. Thanks for tuning in uh, from Riverside as well and continue tuning in. If you guys are out there right now, we're just talking about some of the things that are going to be taking place in the world. And as we start off in Matthew chapter 24, Jesus began speaking about, let not anyone deceive you for many things are going to be mm-hmm. taking place and many people will come up with different teachings or even heresies trying to dissuade 
many. And so, then he would go on to break down what's taking place mm-hmm. in the world. I have a friend that, that texts right now uh, talking about will World War Three take place before uh, Jesus comes mm-hmm. back and returns. And as we look at Scripture as a whole, you were talking about th- uh, Ezekiel 37, uh, 38 and 39. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, we see uh, all those things. It's an amazing thing as the nation of Israel is so small, but yet it, and it's surrounded by so many enemies around them. Um, and in those portions, you know, I know a lot of Bible teachers are kind of in between where Ezekiel 38 and 39 take place. Could it take place right before the rapture? Does it take place after? We you don't know um, for sure. But also, as you're talking about Matthew, uh, Matthew chapter 24, Jesus talks about uh, kingdoms rising up against kingdoms and these wars that are going to be taking place. And there is definitely going to be an unrest. So when it comes to the rapture of the church, I truly believe that the rapture of the church will take place prior to that. But when you're talking about Armageddon, you're talking about huge wars and unrest that's going to be taking place. That could be taking place during the tribulation, all that kind of stuff as so, well. So, peep game. So, check yeah. this out. Ray Bentley, the man, yes. the myth, the legend, pastor <laughs> of Maranatha Church. I've been really digging what, what he's been going on, what's been going on with him lately. He's very involved with Israel and the end times and, and very, uh, as in when I say involved with Israel, he's actually meeting with the prime minister and He's very involved with them. He actually did a Bible study. Um, I would watch watch the Bible study. I'm going to plug it again from his Wednesday night on the 20th, September 20th. Look up Maranatha Church. He did a Wednesday night study about kind of the end times and what's going on and where we're, where we're at in, in history. But according to the, in short, the Ezekiel 38 and 39, because mm-hmm. we don't know if that's going to happen before or right. after. Um you know, with with uh, Ma, uh, with Russia and Turkey and a couple other countries mm-hmm. invading um, Israel. Israel. Mm-hmm. So back in the eighties, or even like even when I got saved nine years ago, we were we would go, "How is Russia going to invade Israel? They're so far away, right? How are they going to even do that? I mean, that would have to be like that would be a mission for them mm-hmm. to get there. But in recently, in the last, let's say, uh, in um, what year is it? It says, uh, remember Crimea when, when Israel invaded, I'm not in, sorry, when no. Russia invaded right. Crimea, that was April 15, 2014. So they got that much closer to Israel. So at that point, Russia's army was 829 miles away from Jerusalem. Then on uh, September 30th, 2015, uh, they got into Syria and and set up in Syria, which led them, which is now they were 261 miles away from Jerusalem. And then recently they set up an air base in Damascus in Syria. And now they're technically now they're 135 miles away from Jerusalem. That's insane. Did you know that? No, I didn't you know You got to watch the study, dude. I know. Ray Bentley drops the hammer. Hardcore. So now crazy. he sets up the map. See this right. map right here? He'll, he'll show you on the screen. And you know what's interesting enough is he's, you know, in, in that passage, it says that God will bring Russia down yeah. with like a hook in their mouth and bring right. them down. Yeah. Ray's like, not to over-spiritualize, but the, the path that they took, look, it looks like a hook. You're right. That was the path they took to actually get down there because they had to go through the sea with, uh, with their, with their right. naval bases and their submarines. So now they actually have nuclear submarines and stuff right there. In, mm-hmm. in the sea. And they have a full air base 135 miles from Russia. So That's... interesting enough, now here we are talking about Ezekiel 38, 39. Right. Mm. Dude, Russia could drop bombs or try yeah. to try to, you know, get Israel. 
They're 135 miles away. How yeah. far is LA from San Diego? How many miles is that? Uh, probably close to that. Yeah. Dude, that is, you can drive that in two hours. Mm-hmm. Dude, Heck a jet, yeah. you're dropping bombs in I, minutes. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's how close they are. Right. Mm. Dude, is that crazy? So mm-hmm. now that just shows Zico 38, 39. You're like, dude, that could pop off any day now. Exactly. At any second. And then you got everything going on with, you know, yeah. Kim so, Jun. So with all, all these things taking place, I think we talked about this earlier. And the reason why uh, the Lord ha- has not come back in the second Peter, it talks about God is not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. Yep. If you're, you're out there right now, you know, and I know that a lot of people fall in this line. Maybe you know something of the Lord. Maybe you know something of the Bible being true and you're wrestling with it. Or, or maybe you've walked away from God and you're kind of fighting against it right now or you're resisting. These are not the days to be messing around, but no. this is a time to be uh, open and get your heart right before God. The God of the Bible is long-suffering and patient and has an enduring love for you. He cares for you so much. And as you are carrying a burden that you cannot carry any longer, He wants to give you rest. And as you come to Him and you repent of your sins, He can cleanse you and wash you by His blood. That's why we're here, because this life, everything around us is temporary. Mm-hmm. A lot of people came to realize that recently of these horrible tragedies, all the things, homes and all these things that uh, they have spent so much time with. And one day, those things were ripped away and not the same. And those things are temporary. The things of the Lord are eternal mm-hmm. and something you can take to the bank and you can have assurance in. You guys, this is not doom and gloom no this is what the bible says this is the word of god being so accurate it's coming to life this is what jesus said he says that at the coming of the sign of man these were going to be the birth pains of the stuff that's happening this is this is this is just like exciting times this is like you can look at your bible and you can go like dude this is like real this is actually happening not that we don't believe the bible but if you ever like were you know I don't know about the Bible. Well, it's coming alive like in your face right now more than ever before. Exactly. That, that being said, I think it'd be cool to, to plug the Israel trip too, because going to Israel will change your mind, change your life if you've ever able to go. I know you've been able to go multiple times, but talk about the Bible coming to life. Going to Israel, going on the Sea of Galilee, going to the Mount of Olives, going to Old Town Jerusalem. I remember one of the moments that always stood stood out to me was when you go into Old Town Jerusalem and you go to the Temple Institute. Um, and as they're going through this whole thing, they're talking about um, the whole different things. Because in the Temple Institute, they have the spoons, they have the, the light, all the things for the, the third that, set yeah. for the for the new all temple. All the stuff's yeah. made already. It's, it's yeah. already made. I'll never forget this. Jesse Barella was there, and I had only been in the Lord for about a year. He raised a hand to the girl that was giving the whole presentation, young girl that knew all of her facts. And Jesse says, I have a question. Um, how will you know when your Messiah has come? And she says, without hesitation, she's like, that's easy. We know that he will be the one that helps build the temple. And And in Revelations, it talks about the Antichrist coming and building the temple. In the the book of Daniel Mm -hmm. as well. Right there. Proof again. Exactly. I mean, again, so going to um, Israel would be an amazing trip. I know they're going at the end of April. April 23rd through May 3rd. 
sign up. Ryan's yes. going. Raul Reese is going. Sharon Reese as well. They're going to be hosting the Melinda's show. Melinda's going. I Melinda. am. <laughs> uh, the, Sean might be going. Yes. This is an amazing time where the word is taught to you at various locations. You're with the crew. You get close to all the people that you're um, going with. It's a life-changing opportunity, so we encourage you. Uh, where do they go to sign up? They go to the somebody. And, and, well, they can go to somebodylovesyou.com, uh-huh. some, and then you click on, there's a, um, at the top, it's it's Israel. Israel. Click right. on it. Click on it, and I'll take you to Inspire Travel, and they'll get you hooked up and signed up. And it's not too late. We but spaces are limited, so it's going to be sick. You get to you know not only do you tour, it's like a nice tour. You're eating amazing. You're you're in this. You're seeing the stuff that you read about the Bible. But then you have this like you get to hang out. Right. You know, we're all hanging out at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We got this group. We're all like hanging out with each exactly. other. Exactly. And you know, you're you're having fun. It's like it's. Right. It's just an amazing experience. The other thing that I want to uh, say is that it's safe. People have been calling the uh, Rawls radio program and asking, well, how safe is it? Should we go? Da-da-da. Safer than the streets of L.A. sometimes. Exactly. But what about Russia? They're 135 <laughs> yeah. miles away. But seriously, you've been there how many times, Ryan? And have uh, you over 20-something times. Yeah. Have you ever felt unsafe? I feel safer there than here. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Honestly. Yeah. Well, dude, the whole country has to go to the military. Right. So every woman, every everyone from 18 and up has been through military and they even have like, you know, like a lot of the citizens have, have uh, you know, their, their packet. It's very safe. You don't have to worry about nothing. No, nothing. Yeah. It's very, uh, it's very normal. It's like being in Texas probably like, you know, where people carry, you know, right? Yeah. People carry in Texas. Yeah. yeah that's a crazy thing. You go there and they, the young people, girls right. with designer sunglasses on with like a, uh, machine gun, right? Them, yeah. exactly. But it's safe because they're all military. It's safer yeah, than yeah, you know than being in Texas, yeah. right? Well, sure. Texas, but you yeah. Know. <laughs> but these guys, and, and what's their sole purpose? To protect their country, right? Exactly. That's the whole thing. Yep. And they love Americans because we got we got their back. Exactly. So it's, uh, it's just an amazing. Thing. You got, dude. Just book it. Come yeah. out. It You'll will be... come back changed. There is no way you can go there and not come back changed. And then when you read the word, it's like it just comes alive. Why? Because you've been there. All those places that you've what read ta- about, well, learned about. What we're talking about tonight yeah. in Matthew chapter 24, when you come towards the end of that, that tour, you are actually standing on the Mount of Olives. Yes. And as you're all, or whoever will be teaching that time, they will break down this particular portion of Scripture. And it would be like we're there on the Mount of Olives and be speaking about looking at the temple right uh-huh. there. And that's what you're, you're looking at. The, the temple wall that was there, and then you would go down to Jerusalem. The beautiful gate when you're there. Yes. There's the beautiful gate where uh, in Acts, when, when Peter, was, they were walking up, and the guy goes, hey, can I get money? And then he's like, silver and gold I do not have, but in the name of Jesus Christ, stand up and walk. Mm-hmm. You get to actually sit there right. and hear that story. Exactly. And you get to take a picture. Right. <laughs> it's amazing. It is. It is. Amazing. Um, I mean, there's you so many. David it. and Goliath, that, that valley where yeah. that, all that happened. I mean, there's just and the Bible. Forget, yeah. Uh, they don't forget the that, tomb. They, the you tomb, walk in, he's not there. Golgotha, yeah. the, the skull of the rock. Yeah. You actually see the skull in mm-hmm. the rock where he would have been crucified. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, just, yeah. It is. It's just I can't a, wait, man. It's, it's a great trip. How we, many months is that from now? Uh, What, about uh, six? Yeah. Six months. A little bit more than that. So that's perfect timing. If you got to you know save up, you got to yeah. make some things happen. Exactly. Um, but you should do it. Do it, do it, do it. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Yep, Somebodylovesyou.com. Sure. Click on the Israel fader and we'll all be there hanging right. out. It's going to exactly. be awesome. For well, sure. let's get this number out again. Uh, 888-564-6173. 888-564-6173. Uh, 
6173. Um, yeah, we've we, we been just talking about the signs of the times. Uh, church, I, Jesus is coming. And I'd say be discerning. Like, you know, the Bible tells us to be rightly dividing the word of truth. You know, when I look at the Bible and when I read from Old Testament to the New Testament and then Jesus teaching, things aren't crazy. Right. You know, uh, uh, Jesus never tried to sensationalize anything. He spoke to the heart of the people. He talked about heavy truths about the end times and everything. People want to go crazy and add things and stuff like that. Um, And a lot of these things that take place, they come in different forms, you Mm -hmm. know, but they want attention. You need to be able to back things up with God's word and his truth. You'll never go wrong. Exactly. Uh, There's a lot of things that you'll see over time that will come in like fads and fashions. They'll fade away. But the, the truth of God's word will never fade away. You don't need to make excuses for it. Um, and I think, uh, you know, going, by saying that, man, it's okay. And maybe you got caught up in, in that stuff. It's all right. God's not going to, to hate on you and anything. Right, right. Like, he loves you. He'll, he'll go before you. Continue reading your Bible, and the Lord will direct your steps. What, what's that saying that um, Chuck uh, says about, like, if it's not found in the Gospels mm-hmm. and— what, what's the re- I forgot the rest yeah, of Yeah, I, I think a good way to uh, practice, because a lot yeah. of people can get led by emotions. Exactly. They don't get, get led by experiences, and that's what's happened multiple times in different times in church history. Um, and a good barometer is this. Did Jesus teach it? Right. Do you find it in the book of Acts, and do you see it in the epistles? Right. Um, w- that's a good example, because why do we do communion? We do communion because Jesus taught it. Mm-hmm. It's in the book of Acts. It's in the epistles. Why right. do we do baptism? It was in the Gospels. We see it in the book of Acts. And then we see it through the epistles as well. And then isn't that, correct me if I'm wrong, I could be crazy, mm-hmm. but isn't that why we don't wash the, wash each other's uh, feet? That's a good example. You know, you know? what I'm saying? Because be- it's not... Yeah, it's not like a you know sacrament. It's not something that is meant to do. The whole thing that Jesus, when he washed the disciples' feet, it was just a teaching lesson of servanthood. Right. It wasn't something that... Now, now you got to do it in the book of Acts. No, you know, that's it. And that is a good example, but that goes to multiple different things. Mm -hmm. If Jesus didn't teach it and you don't find it in the the book, uh, the book of Acts, you don't see it in the epistles, you can disregard it. It it gets messy when you, when you start talking about stuff that's not in there, because then it's like, where does it end? Yeah. You know, I I believe, I believe in this and this and that. And you're like, well, where's it in the Bible? Like, I don't. It's no, hard exactly. to then, then it's like oh, okay, so that's what you believe that it says. It's like then where does that even end? It opens the Pandora box. It does, and it that's goes where false well. doctrine and and, and cults come from. Right? <laughs> no, For it's sure. true. It's yeah. it's like I tell my kids all the time. I tell them, you know, if somebody says something, like you know, all you have to do is just raise your hand and ask them, well, where is it in the Bible? And they're like, well, I don't want to start, you know, an argument. I'm like. <laughs> It's not an argument. And if they say it's not in the Bible, then you go, okay, that's it. Like, you don't have to, like, keep going with it, but at yeah. least they know, oh, whoops, you mm-hmm. know, like, she's on to me. Like, it's not in the Bible, so why are you saying it? I got called, I, I got, not called out, but I've got asked about a verse I quoted. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I quoted something, <laughs> and I was on stage at uh-huh. Shine Orange County. You know, Shine Orange yeah. County, they're, that crowd's like. Yeah, they were gnarly. Yeah, they were, yeah. like, awesome. They are just like. Yeah. Oh, wait, what? What? You know, yeah. they're like interactive. <laughs> um, I can't think of what they said, but then I had to like I I knew it was in the Bible, but I didn't know Where? I didn't know it off my mind, uh, but it ended up being in Proverbs and I'm trying to think of the verse. 
Surely I'm more, more stupid than any man? <laughs> That's the verse I gave you. <laughs> but I can totally relate to that. <laughs> oh, man, it was, I can't, I have to think about it, but it was this verse that I had that I literally was on stage and I'm like, yeah. I'm all, I don't know where it's at, but I do know because I literally read it the other day. Right. But I go, hey, I just had someone else in the crowd. I go, can someone just Google it, please? Right. And get back to me right now because I can't do it right now while I'm on the stage. Exactly. And then they, they gave her the, the thing. I'm like, okay, right. you heard them. Psalms, whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was pretty amazing. That's but yeah, funny. it was, you know, this girl, my point is, yeah. this girl, I'm ne- I, she's like, I've read the Bible. I don't know where it's at. And it was only in the King James Version, actually. It was only in the King James Version in, in Psalms because like. Like that verse, uh, uh, Romans eight thirteen. If mm-hmm. um, if ye live after the flesh, ye right. shall die. But if ye live after the spirit and do mortify the deeds of the flesh, ye shall live. Yeah, mortify is not in the New, New Living King Translation James. or yeah. New King James. Yeah, no, right. it's only in the King, King James, James right. version. Yeah. So you know that's why when I say that verse, I, I tell them this is only in the King James version. Right. Right. Exactly. So yeah. yeah. So it's one of those. Exactly. So, A lot of those things happen to you though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh yeah, very interesting. <laughs> like like you uh, went on Thursday to the wrong place and sat in to a a college. Did you hear about that? What did you I, I went, <laughs> so I go to this conference. It's a uh, you know we went to this conference. Um, it was at a Baptist. It was for the Baptist pastors, but it was um it was apologetics. Oh no, it was about uh, social media. Uh-huh. So I Google it. I'm with my wife, and I never let her lead because the directions. She always gets me lost. I don't know how she did it without me. She always gets lost. Then she complains about me. Right. So we're driving. I'm, I see the directions. We get off the freeway. We're going. And I'm like, all right, sick. It's at the Baptist church. I look. It's like this the Baptist college. It's huge. I park. So I pulled in the street. I parked and made a left. I get in. I'm like, hey, where's the conference? They're like, oh, yeah, right over here. We walk in. It's this gymnasium. It's 10,000 students. <laughs> I'm like, dude, this is sick. They're like, oh, yeah, we just built this thing. This is our first chapel. I'm like, epic, right? We sit down. We're watching it. And then all of a sudden, the, the, the dean of the school comes like over an, to assembly? me. Assembly? Huh? Go, keep going. It Walks over to me and goes, hey, oh, are you, are you guys here for the, the social media thing? I'm like, yeah. He's like, oh yeah, you're. In, this is not it. You're in the wrong place. <laughs> I'm like, but what the guy was, the guy, what the guy was dropping on stage. I was like, I want to hear what this guy has to say. I'm like, oh dang, we gotta get out of here, right? So he's like, hey, dude, no problem, dude. We're here on Tuesdays. You guys can come back whenever you want. You guys are open. We're like, all right, awesome, man. So we leave. I look at the map, and instead of me making a left and going down that street, making a left into the to that Baptist uh, uh, university, you had to make a right. Into the Baptist church. Oh, God. <laughs> so anyway, so we went to the other place and we yeah, ended up being there. Exactly. <laughs> they were both good conferences. Though. <laughs> so oh, why don't we you. talk about that? Because <laughs> these things happen to you all the time. Oh, oh yeah. So anyway, like a, a yeah. cool door actually opened because I oh, was there. Right. A cool opportunity uh, arose uh, from that. I call that spirit led (laughs) (laughs) from that mistake. Hey, dude, I was starving one time and I was driving out to go speak at the Gideons in LA. One time I was starving and I, I realized I got lost. I took the wrong turn going to Ventura. I ended up on some random highway. I get hungry. I pull over to this Burger King and it turns out I ended up leading, leading this guy to the Lord. Right. 
Lost and, and hungry. hungry. Yeah, that's right. There you go. And you found someone who was and, really hungry. And uh, yes, his soul. Yes. yes. So you know things like that happen. I know it's true. I like it when that happens. Well, guys, yeah. we, we want to remind you that you go to thewhosovers dot com. Keep up with everything that's taking place. You follow us on all the social media platforms. A lot of things. Again, the Kill the Noise tour has now opened up to middle schools, high schools as well. We're booking. We're booking multiple schools. So make sure that you sign up. We love you guys. See you next week. Next Next week it's on. Peace. This has been Live with Ryan Reese. To connect or find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for Live with Ryan Reese. Hello, this is Dr. Doug Grothuis, host of Truth Tribe where we seek the truth through reason and evidence about what matters most. And we are not tribal since truth is for everyone. Please join me at the Truth Tribe as I discuss the reasons for Christian faith, the Christian worldview, and moral issues such as abortion and gender ideology. To listen now, go to lifeaudio.com or search Truth Tribe on your favorite podcast app.